Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. He's a math professor at the University of Arkansas. I trust you had a, a fine Thanksgiving oh, weekend. Oh, I did. And you? Uh, a very good one, yes. Very good indeed. Uh, in, in a few minutes... Will be in the season of giving when you recommend some math. Right, it's our gifts. holiday recommendation uh, program. You have not heard the definitive math idea holiday spiel until you hear ours. That's right. But first, you you have a puzzle. Beware of imitators. That's right. You have okay. a puzzle. So this puzzle came about uh, came about because of uh, something one of my students was thinking about, okay. and I just was struck by it. Very good. Okay, so what we're going to do is generate a, a list of numbers and mm-hmm. by a very simple rule. So re- we'll start. With one. Can I write this down? Yeah. One. Let me give you the moronic version of the puzzle first. (laughs) Please do. I I do not take that as an insult. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. No, no, no. This is so lame. Okay. Okay. So now what we're going to do is the next number will be the average of all the numbers that came before it. Which would be one. And the next number will be the average of all the numbers that came before that. So we're going to have one. So we're just going to stay with one. Yeah. So that's really dumb, right? Okay. Now what we're going to do is we're going to write down the number one. Mm Mm-hmm. And the next number will be twice the average of all the numbers that came before. Two. Two. Now, what's really cool, the next number will be twice the average of the numbers before that. So Which would be three because one and two is three. The average of that is one and a half. Multiply that by right. itself is and three. And the next one? One, two, three is six. Divided by three is two. Right. So the average is two. And now we multiply. Remember, we're taking twice the average of all the numbers. Right. That so there would be four. Four. So that's pretty cool. Is that going to work out? So that's a- that's sort of part of the puzzle is, you know, yeah, it sure looks like the counting numbers. And if so, what's going on there? But okay. now, okay, okay, now it kicks off. All right. Now we write down one. Mm-hmm. And now we take um, three times the average. Which would be three because mm-hmm. the average is one times right. three is three. So one and three is four. The and average take, is two. And we take times three, three times that six. Six. Six, three, and one equal ten. The average is 10 thirds, but we're multiplying by 3, so it's 10. Okay. And so on. And so what's that sequence? Mm-hmm. And so the first sequence was clearly 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1 forever. Right. The next sequence seems to be 1, 2, 3, 4, presumably 5, 6, and so on. Mm-hmm. And so why is that? The next sequence is a little more mysterious, 1, one 3, three six, 6, 10. 10. And we can do this for any other thing. So we take – in each case, we start with the number 1, mm-hmm. and then we take the – average of all of the numbers uh, that come before it and multiply that by, say, two or five or And so there some is something number. sort of specific going on yeah, here? Yeah, there really okay. is. And it has a, has a surprising twist. Ooh. And, I mean, to me. It's like law and order. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. To, <laughs> okay. So. Uh, just as fascinating for <laughs> so, a restricted bunch of people. So work that out and see if you can come up with what's happening and then we'll talk about what is happening next week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's really neat. And actually, um, I know the answer, but I don't exactly know really fully what's going on. So okay. I'd, I'd, it'll be interesting to hear what people have to say. So mathfactor at uark, uark.edu. Very good. Now, ready? Ready. Okay, so on Thursday, yes. uh, we had did another big build of Zoma thingies in the library. And right. And Zoom being the, the these tools, these these bars and these little spheres that have right. all sorts of holes in them. Right. So we had an interview with Paul Hildebrandt about a year ago, I guess. Right. The uh, inventor. One year or two years ago about, yeah, the mm-hmm. – and um, so that has to be on top of my Christmas holiday. The Zome, Z-O-M-E, uh, would you call it – you can't call it a toy. 
Yeah, it's a good toy. It's a good toy. But it's a yeah, it's so much more than that too. It's like Legos with infinitely more possibilities. It's like 40 Legos. Right. Because these these little spheres have holes Legos. all over them. Right. And you can make all sorts of designs. Yeah, and but it's very specific. Machines, too. right. Yeah. Okay. So. And and the zone that was created is still in the library? Oh yeah, it'll be there for a couple of months. It's actually three different models. And and where in, in the there. library can people in see? In Mullins it? on the east side. East side of Mullins Library yeah. on the University of Arkansas campus. Yeah. Okay, so zone we got a, tools or zone toys. Yeah. Now I also have okay. to say these are fantastic. My friend uh, Rob Vatower, who mm-hmm. I know I've known he's done this now for what, 15 years or more, has just got something really cool that came out. Uh, it's in every Barnes & Noble in the country. So you must go and check out these things. These magical pu- Gardens. Puzzlations. So, yes, Magical Gardens is one, but he has four others. I mean, three total. And what, Sorry, what? he has four total. Okay, so what are Puzzlations? So these are tiles. These are magnetic tiles that make very peculiar and very special patterns. Fantastic. Good work, Good work, Rob. And they're very cool to look at and a lot of neat stuff. And it suggests ages eight and up. Yeah. Okay. Every Barnes & Noble. Only Barnes & Noble? Other yeah. places as well? Apparently only Barnes & Noble. Only Barnes & Noble. So that's... Puzzlations. Way up the list. Okay. Okay. You want another one? Uh, yes. Well, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. This is something that I've uh, spent quite a bit of time with. This is a game called Drod. D-R-O-D. Drod. And what it looks like is a little soldier guy going through a, you know, underground caverns with monsters and something. Mm-hmm. But actually what it really is, is it's a puzzle game. So every step that the little guy makes, everything else, you know, takes a particular step. And so his uh, goal is to, I guess, get through each puzzle. And there's so many varieties. Uh, I don't have the computer game with us. We're in the studio. But here's some screenshots from a few different levels. And and so math and reasoning is at work here? Yeah. And a fantastic, fantastic game worth a oh, couple of zillion hours, you know. And then you can make your own uh, puzzles, and it's got quite a li- lively community around it. Works on laptops and mm-hmm. home computers? Mm-hmm. Drod, D-R-O-D. Where would you find this? Online. Online. Easily found at Caravel Games. Great gift. And, of course, if you get the game, you should also get a membership in the uh, online Forum because there's lots of hints and oh, okay. All right. Any idea what it runs? How much it costs? About thirty dollars. Okay, it's right. a great gift. Draw D R O D. Where want computer. another one? Yes. Well, we talked about this already. This is the uh, the Magic Mirror Image Coloring Book by, by Hop David, your friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's Dover, a fantastic uh, publishing company, and lots of really groovy uh, mathematical images to color in. And I hope this isn't too pedestrian, but if 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 you think of M.C. Yeah, Escher, of course, we're all inspired by okay. his work. It, and, it somewhat like that, but with yeah. the, here's one of a musician playing a bass guitar, and another one dancing, and they but form, they're all interlocked, right? Yeah. And so, so it's a coloring book. Yeah, um, people practicing karate that are all interlocked, a some, dragon, some 3D stuff, and, rams that all connect. So. Uh, this could be for any age. Yeah. All right. And that is called Magic Mirror Image Coloring Book by Hop David, uh, published by Dover. And you can get that anywhere. Okay. Now, this book, I uh, have a little you didn't, story You about. didn't buy this just yesterday. This looks well-thumbed through. This is very well-thumbed through. I was at the Gathering for Gardner, and there was a stack of these for free on the table. Hmm. And I uh, 
picked one up, of course, and I turned right around and there was the author and we taped an interview. I actually have a, an interview in the can, but okay. we didn't use it. Okay. You know why? Because when I had no idea when I interviewed him what kind of a book this is. And then you start this, reading the book and you go, oh, I wish I would have asked him this. No, this. yeah. I have to yeah. redo it from scratch. I we've already arranged. We'll have a, a, a column up in a month or two. This book, whoops, sorry, is... The Riddles of the Sphinx and the puzzles, word games, brain teasers, conundrums, quizzes, mysteries, codes, and ciphers that have baffled, entertained, and confused the world for the last 100 years. David J. Bodycomb? Right. And he himself is quite a character. He's uh, written questions for the British version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and this kind of thing. So he's a real puzzler. He has a puzzle column. And it says it's very widely published. Contains over 1,000 puzzles. It's an extraordinary book. Really, I think anybody that listens to this um, on a regular basis may be very interested in this. Here's a puzzle. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it, an example. Who owns the zebra? <laughs> Wait. What, but what – so I want to just point out. So okay. who owns the zebra is one kind of puzzle, a logic mm-hmm. puzzle. But there's every kind of puzzle in here. I mean I cannot – Oh, I saw some number puzzles in there. Sam and... Lloyd. There's a, things about the history of puzzles. Ah. Different famous uh, puzzlers. Wow. There's word puzzles. There's number puzzles. There's uh, you know little pen and paper puzzles. There's stories about encryption. Looks like it's perfect for an airplane or an airport. Oh, yeah. If you're well, traveling for the holidays. I mean, not only would you use it then, but... This is how I got through um, the graduation ceremonies last year. No, I <laughs> delete that. I will. <laughs> but then one thing, uh, there's so much in here that I just sort of learned about puzzling that I didn't know. And in particular, there's a really long uh, section of these wonderful Japanese puzzles by this company, Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Nikolai is the company that really broke Sudoku to the world. Okay. Sudoku had, in, under been, a different name, had right. been around, but Nikolai really uh, had been using it, publishing Sudoku puzzles for 20-odd years. And then it broke, you know, just, what, in 2004, 2005, and now it's everywhere. What but, age group would you suggest would benefit from this? This looks like oh, more nine adult. to ninety. Oh, nine to ninety. Okay, nine to ninety-nine. I guess okay. I don't want it. Ninety, <laughs> nine hundred ninety. So, so, so there's stuff in here. If you're if you're ten, eleven, twelve years old, you oh, can, yeah. okay. But you might have to flip around. I mean, there's okay. such a variety of difficulty and kinds of puzzles. But if you're an adult with mm. with any number of advanced degrees, you would still find oh, challenges in here as well. I. I love this. You are this an adult great, with any number of advanced degrees. I and you really found, had a great okay. time. Let me give that title again. So, uh, The Riddles of the Sphinx by David J. Bodycombe, B-O-D-Y-C-O-M-B-E, published by Penguin. Yeah. So you should be able to find it, if not at a Absolutely. retail store, certainly online. But right. look local first, and of course. that led me to Nikolai on the web. So Nikolai is this company. They have a huge variety of interesting um, puzzles that are Sudoku-like in the sense that, you know, you've they have sort of the same kind of – you might be in the same emotional state. I mm-hmm. mean, that's the best way. To, I mean, you're not – they're not – they don't look anything like Sudoku, and it's not the same exact process by any means. Right. But they're um, the same kind of thing, if that makes any sense. And so you can look at a whole variety of their things. Actually, they're in this book by um, the Riddles of the Sphinx, but there's also Nikolai, N-I-K-O-L-I dot com. And from there, you can play around with some of the, their online puzzles. But also, you can uh, order some books all the way from Japan, yeah. uh, which um, I don't think my kids listen to this, <laughs> but they can be, they'll be looking forward to. Oh, oh boy, this, you're uh, taking a risk here. Um, Nikolai.com, and it's a Japanese base, but it's in English, Nikolai.com. The website is, yes. but it's, um, it's, in, it's Japanese based. Right. right. N-I-K-O-L-I. 
Nikolai.com. Right. Nikolai.com. Ideas and there. They're fantastic. My my kids, they we like all of these. Slither, Slitherlink, Where is Black Cells? I love Where is Black Cells. Uh, and we should divide point out, by box. Now we should point out that you, you're, if you're looking for gifts for a younger loved one, and some of these things we're suggesting, doesn't mean they have to be way into math. Some Not of these, at all. you know, are, are very. Just if you want to engage their mind. That's right. All right. Well, I think, for example, the coloring book, the puzzlations yeah. thing. Um, and and you have a huge. What was this huge books. book? Oh, this now really, this really one. Big okay, one. so now let's move into some things that really would be maybe more for adults. Adults. Okay. This book oh, is one of the most remarkable wow. books, I think, in the history of mathematics. I think it's an exceptionally amazing book. It's called The Princeton Companion to Mathematics. It's about a thousand pages long. It is truly a snapshot of contemporary mathematics. It's a bargain at $100. It's only $100. Mm -hmm. And it is... It's a snapshot of exactly the state of mathematics today. Obviously, it has emissions, but it's a very personal, very direct account. The Julia set of a quadratic polynomial. Isn't that pretty? Yeah. This is... um, So... And and, uh, a a beautiful... uh, yeah, cover, and it's written by the best uh, mathematicians in the world, many of them, and it's written in a way that's meant to be very, very readable and accessible. Obviously, um, it's not for everybody, but even a, a a bright high school student that is very engaged in mathematics uh, would get a lot out of this. So, if you know such a person or are such a person, um, this is a great, great gift. Published by. Princeton. Princeton Press. And it is titled The Princeton Companion to Mathematics. I am very excited about this book, as are hundreds or thousands of other Well, people. the blurbs on the back, and of course blurbs on the back are never going to say anything bad about a book. I realize that. But uh, some, some professors emeritus around the country saying that this will stand as the reference book for mathematics. I mean, for that's high praise. For a while. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a unique, uh, it's a very unique and interesting project. Very comprehensive, very engaging the Princeton Companion to Mathematics. Here's something a little... Uh, and if you're looking by author, the editor is Timothy Gowers. Who's a so field, you, Fields medalist, nonetheless. Ah, there you go. So. G-O-W-E-R-S, if you look by name. Okay, next. Now, here's there's a whole bunch of books that are um, out there that are just really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So this, I mean, that are mathematical, that are written for a somewhat more general audience, like anyone that has, uh, say, an engineering degree or a science degree or just a curiosity. This is... Read the title. It's a great. How round is your circle where engineering and mathematics meet? Isn't that a great title? It is a great title. So the, what it's referring to is there's a picture on the cover of these little uh, weird shaped metal balls that mm-hmm. don't look round at all. No. But they have the feature that if you roll, and they're between two boards right. on the cover. And it's, if you roll the top board, they're actually perfectly round in the sense that the top board won't rock or wobble. It'll just roll straight. It'll roll t- perfectly smooth, even though those balls are so oddly shaped. Those balls are all of, um, they're called constant width. Surfaces they have the same diameter no no matter how they're oriented they're very odd uh, phenomenon and so this book has all kinds of um, interesting things to build and make and um, excellent how cool. round is your circle where engineering and mathematics meet John Bryant and Chris Sanguin mm-hmm. and it's another Princeton another press. Princeton press book. and uh, there's actually a whole lot of really great books out by Princeton. Right now, and they're uh, beautiful too. Yeah, I mean, they, the covers a, are just gorgeous. It's a very nice press. Yeah, they're doing a, a lot of very interesting stuff right now. And these are books that you will put on the shelf and come back to mm-hmm. and look at. Yeah. Nice. And now then, this, and then of course, uh, this is a familiar to... book. I have this book. I have a copy of this book. <laughs> uh, this is the Symmetries of Things. Uh, John H. Conway, Heidi Brigale, 
Yeah. And who's this last name? <laughs> I'm Goodwin Strauss. I guess it's a bit cheap, but hey, you know, I think it is a good uh, gift. And talk so. about a beautiful book. This is gorgeous. The yeah, picture's well, in here, and and this is about symmetries. Mm-hmm. And now you're getting all climbed up on me, but it's it's a wonderful <laughs> book. And where, where could someone find Is this only online? No, you is, can get that on Amazon or the publisher's A.K. Peters. Also, okay. if you're interested in the kinds of books we've been discussing, A.K. Peters is uh, – akpeters.com is a fantastic publisher also with a huge variety of really interesting stuff. Wow. So these are, these are great. Now, let's – I'm going to put you on the spot here. If someone is listening to this and they say, yes, I do like – engaging, entertaining games that I want to give children or grandchildren or nieces or nephews or, or, or just loved ones, and I want even more options than what oh, I've we've got been talking more. about. Oh, okay. Okay, so also— I was going to say, are there, are there places you can go to kind of look? Well, there must be. Okay. And I, well, you have more ideas. But, okay. there, but, but also, for example, all the, the products from Binary Arts. Binary Arts. They make a puzzle called Rush Hour. They make— mm-hmm. um, Various other kinds of puzzles that sort of have this kind of flavor. Their stuff is fantastic, all of it. Um, there's a, a bunch of online flash games that are sort of mathematically based at Space Time Arcade. So if you just Google Space Time Arcade and up will come all kinds of stuff. And also the books of Martin Gardner we've talked about many mm-hmm. times, but also Ivan Moscovich. You can look him up and his stuff is fantastic. Um, there's a universe. It's really a great time to be interested in this sort of stuff. Um, all right. Well, these are great ideas, and these would make just as easily good birthday gifts or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you very much, Kyle. Thank you, Heim. I'm Goodman Strauss, is a math professor at the University of Arkansas.